I'm Dr. Jake Owens, Director of Conservation for the LA Zoo, and you're listening to Biodiversity. This week, our bonus episode features a bat that's far more visible and a lot taller than the ones we talked about with Scott and Miguel. I talked with Chris Van Dorn, founder of Batman for Paws, and probably the only nonprofit CEO who dresses up as a superhero for work. Chris, awesome to meet you. This is definitely the most interesting visual interview. You're wearing a Batman suit right now, so we're going to get into that. But how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Happy to be here. Awesome. So can you introduce yourself and your organization? So my name is Chris Van Dorn, and my organization is called Batman for Paws. That's Batman and the number four, Paws. And basically, I had the idea to rescue animals dressed as Batman. So I helped facilitate transport from animal shelters to foster homes and forever homes. How did you come up with this idea? It was kind of based off my family getting uh, my rescue pup. His name is Mr. Boots. He's actually like right over here. Oh, yeah. Bernie's or what is he's an Australian shepherd. So um, my family got him and that kind of inspired me to want to give back. And he was a rescue through a company called Pilots and Paws. And they help fly dogs from like kill shelters to forever homes. And I was getting my pilot's license at the same time that we got him. And I started getting involved in this organization. Me and my buddy Rick started doing some rescue missions and inspired me to make my own nonprofit. And I thought, you know, when I make my own nonprofit, what would I want it to embody? And for some reason, Batman just came to mind. And yeah, the rest is history. And I started back, I think it was 2018. So I'm about three years into this. And I feel like it's such a privilege to be able to give people back what my dog gave me, you know, like paying it forward. Do you have any plans for spinoffs like uh, Spider-Man for trees or Aquaman for whales or something? I've done a rescue with my girlfriend who, who dressed as Catwoman. So definitely I went down that avenue and tested the waters. So that's definitely a possibility because Batman himself can only do so much, you know? So true. So did you already have this Batman suit? Was it already, already hanging in your closet or, or did you get it just for this? I got it just for this. It was custom made. I just had this crazy idea. And at the time, you know, I just invested all my own money uh, to get this suit made. And I had no idea if it was going to work. And I didn't know if the animals were going to be afraid of it. And I just remember my first rescue. I was really nervous. But yeah, uh, the dog was totally cool with it. It was sticking his head out the window the whole time. And I think the first one, we got the dog all the way to South Carolina to its forever home. So what was that story of, you know, your first time doing this? So that was through a company called Dubert, and it's a great website for anybody who's trying to, you know, get an animal to a forever home. So it's like a relay with the animal. Yeah, leg I did, it was like an hour and a half leg. So I think I, it was like Palm Bay to like Orlando, and then somebody else ended up taking the dog. So that night it ended up in South Carolina with a forever family. And did the people that you picked it up from and dropped it off from know beforehand that you were going to be dressed as Batman? I definitely mentioned it. And I got to say, like, eight out of 10 dogs are totally cool. The dogs that are a little skittish of it, once I, you know, spend a little time with them and give them some treats, they, they warm up and they're, they're good. Have you had any dogs that really had a bad reaction at first? Honestly, a lot of these shelter dogs are just so happy to be out of their cage. It doesn't matter who, who's, like, who's there. As long as you've got a leash and you're taking them out, they're happy to be out. It's almost like an enrichment for them. It's just see something that's totally outside their scope of understanding. <laughs> Do you have any uh, particularly interesting or memorable experiences doing this? 
I drove to North Georgia to pick a dog up named Daisy um, for an elderly woman. She was about 93. And uh, she helped start one of the humane societies in Georgia. But she knew it was time to like give up Daisy, you know, because she couldn't really take care of her. She was on hospice. And one of her daughters, she lived in South Georgia, um, her neighbor offered to take the dog. So I drove from Florida to North Georgia to pick up the dog, Daisy, and drove her to South Georgia, where I was able to get her to a forever home. And that was just really special to me because... Again, I mean, I could tell this lady's having to make a you know, hard decision to give up her dog. And she, I mean, she had urns filled with her previous dog's ashes. Like she really cared about animals. So to just meet her and be a part of her story, I guess, and help her get Daisy to a, a good home has hit me in the feels. That was really special to me. Nice. I know that uh, I've got a dog too. It's She was from a high kill shelter in Georgia, went to New Jersey where I ended up getting her when I lived there. And since then, she's come out to California with me and that kind of transportation is really, really difficult coming across the country. It's like nearly impossible to do unless you have the funds for it. I didn't even know it until getting into this. You know, I thought, oh, I'll just dress as Batman and try to be a voice for the voiceless just for animals. And it kind of snowballed into that to being animal transport because I saw there was such a need for it. And I don't charge anything for transport. I just ask that people, you know, donate what they can and it pays it forward. And I, I'm just going to do transports as long as I can and when I can until the funds run out. I'm really looking forward to seeing like a Batmobile and then whatever the bat plane was. You should look if you ever hit it, if you ever hit the lottery or something. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I ended up getting an RV. I just kind of need to get like a cool paint job. And but yeah, that allows me to go further distances because um, before I was driving in my small Honda Accord, it was a two door Honda Accord. One of the hardest rescues I did in that Honda Accord was going all the way from Orlando to Vermont. I took four dogs from uh, the Lakeland uh, Animal Shelter. Four, there were like two pit bulls that were like 60 to 80 pounds and then two pit bull puppies. And the pit bull puppies were named Ace and Zeus, but that was just like me driving them up. And when I would do those rescues, I would keep part of the costume on. Like I wouldn't wear the mask and everything because it's restrictive. But when I would stop to get gas, I would keep, I would put the mask on because it makes people interested. They're like, well, why is Batman getting gaffed? And they would come up to me and I would give them my Batman for Paul's card and say, hey, you know, I'm all about um, transporting, helping animals. And if you have time, volunteer at your local shelter. And it just, this, the costume gives me a mouthpiece to enlighten people on, you know, animals in need. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, actually, you know, I'm, I'm the director of conservation here, but in high school, I started by volunteering at my local community uh, animal shelter. So I'd fill up bowls and clean them and clean poop out of cages and go outside and play with dogs. And it was um, very, especially as a, you know, 16, 15, 16, 17 year old kid, it was really rewarding. So this podcast uh, episode is about bats and bat conservation here in Los Angeles and elsewhere. If somebody asked me like, hey, I had four bats that I need transported, I would, I would be there. Again, I don't discriminate on any animal. I craziest rescue I did was two rats. I had two naked rats in like I fostered for three months until I could find them a good home. But again, bats are so good for the environment. They eat bugs and insects and mosquitoes. And especially living in Florida, they're critical. Honestly, if they were living in my house, I would just let them hang. They would, you know, kill the mosquitoes. So the rats, how far did you have to take the rats? Uh, rats were down south. And funny story, because the one rat, they were named Mr. Clean and... Uh, um, rat Damon. They're the best names. Mr. Clean and Rat Damon, two naked, n naked rats. And uh, Mr. Clean was really mean. Like, he would bite. 
But it turns out, and he had like red eyes. The other one had black, black eyes, looked normal. The other one had red like eyes. And uh, once I got him to this lady who knew all about rats, I mean, she was picking him up, putting him on her shoulder. And we were like, me and my girlfriend were definitely afraid because, you know, we both got bit. And uh, it turned out he was blind. And yeah, she just took him up and, you know, it was like they were friends for 20 years. <laughs> it takes all kinds, I guess. <laughs> this is really awesome. Have you thought about franchising? Starting a Justice League for uh, for pause. I have, I have, and it's just hard to implement that because of, of the vetting process. So you know, it's just a process to do that. So I've always tried to just be transport and fill that gap. Well, Batman, this was fantastic. It was really good talking with you. I, I love the work. I love this project that you've got, Batman for Pause, and I wish you the best of luck with it. Well, thanks for having me, Jake. It's been a pleasure. Uh, I, I appreciate you letting me. Be a voice for the voiceless, and uh, I was happy to speak with you and think, you know, positivity breeds positivity. You can be part of the Pet Justice League and donate to Batman for Paws at batmanforpaws.org. That's four as in the number four. Biodiversity is made possible with support from the Gottlieb Native Garden. It's produced by me, Jake Owens, and April Merle, with contributions from Bennett Ray, Brenda Scott Royce, and Hannah Beal. Special thanks to Scott Logan. Our executive producers are Susan Gottlieb, Diane Shader-Smith, Tom Jacobson, and Denise Verrett. Original music by Micah Smith.